Daily Draft Report. Set your DVR to record now. All right, ladies and gentlemen, happy Monday morning. This is the Daily Draft Report, your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus Canton. Tonight's prospect, super excited, even though he is part of Big Brother, supposedly. David Ajabo, redshirt sophomore, Michigan, defensive end slash linebacker slash edge, six foot five, 250 pounds. Kids just got, I'm excited to talk about him. And who, who other to talk about than my resident Michigan fan, Brandon Hay. Brandon, how you doing, bud? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk about Ajabo, and, you know, uh, I think he's going to be really good. Yes, that's 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 an understatement, man. I, I when we get later in the show, I'm not going to drop the bomb first, so um, I, I want to hold it up a little bit, make, build the suspension of who I think who he reminds me of. So, all right, he is um, obviously he came from what Germany, right? Didn't he transfer come over here from Germany to I think New Scotland. Jersey? I think is what I read somewhere. Scott, yeah, oh Scotland. Yeah, you're right. Jeez, he came over and he did not start playing football until he was 15. So, and that's just because he couldn't like really right. get mm-hmm. get going on basketball because he started off with basketball and then he you know, started playing football. And then, yeah, he really hasn't, you know, wasn't able to make a mark on the field for Michigan until this year with their defensive scheme change. So, um, yeah, he really, you know, right. he came out of nowhere. No one out, I think, you know, expected him to have this huge year where he could go to the NFL, but um, he definitely had a great year. All right, yes, he was. He did. He said he came from Scotland. He ended up attending school in Blairstown, New Jersey. Um, he was a four-star prospect, the 314th ranked prospect in the 2019 class. Um, he did have several offers, including offers from Clemson and Ohio State and Notre Dame as well. So, I mean, people did see the potential when they saw him. And like Brandon said, didn't really get on the field to this year, but boy, did he get on the field. Um, he had 35 tackles, 12 for a loss, including 11 sacks, five forced fumbles, Three pass deflections. I uh, just you could watch the tape of this kid. It, it's he's a playmaker, and he just. I'm not. Gonna, I gotta stop myself. Okay, all right, Brandon. We're gonna go through the gamut of questions. What traits and attributes does he possess that you think will make him successful in the NFL, man? Yeah, I think he has great footwork. He has a great first step, as you know, for anyone that you know, seen. You know, he he's great getting um, past the tackles right away. Um, there was something on Twitter um, from the Georgia game where uh, Michigan got thoroughly uh, trounced, but there was one play that people have been going crazy about where he has crazy footwork, where he um, does, you know, this one step and does this crazy spin move on the Georgia tackle. Um, he He's great with, you know, um, his spin moves are amazing too. He'll sometimes do a inside and spin outside or take a step outside and spin inside. So, um, but that's pretty, you know, so he's really good with that. He's, um, you know, kind of what you said in this show, uh, put on the show sheet about his forced fumbles. He had five forced fumbles. Great. Um, he's your typical, you know, pass rusher. When he sees the ball hanging out there with the quarterback, he's great at getting that, you know, hitting the quarterback with it. With that, um, so th- those are um, a lot of his strengths, just, you know, pretty much athleticism, speed. And then um, I think he had really good footwork for, you know, not, not playing football, you know, his whole life. It is pretty scary, and he—he's always—he knows where that ball is, and he's always going for it. Um, I, I noticed the play that he did, had it against Michigan State, where he kind of, like, like dead legged inside, and then kind of just 
I mean, the tackle was totally caught off guard. And then he shot outside around the end and knocked the ball out. And I think they recovered it for a touchdown or pretty darn close. It, it was just, I'm just, it was amazing how quick it happened, you know, and he, the way he gets around the edge and bends the edge, it, it's, it's really scary. And he's got several moves in his arsenal already, which is just nuts. Um, he did run track in high school. He ran 10.83 yard meter or hundred yard meter. Yes. I, I, I know, I know English really well. Um, a one ten point eight three hundred meter dash. So I mean, he's he's going to test as a freak. He made Bruce Feldman's freak list this last off season. Uh, he's going to do some scary things at the combine. So, other than any experience, do you see anything that could possibly hold him back from being successful? Or well, I think um, he's <clears throat> he needs to round out his game. You know, um, learn how to use his you know hands a little more. And I was looking and you know just snap you know his snap percentage this year he only put about 57 percent of the snaps when you look at Hutchinson he played about 84 percent and so Jabo needs to work on you know um being better against the run but seen um in the NFL draft they'll draft someone and you know um that that's a great pass rusher and then kind of teach him the run part and I think another good part is even though Michigan has not been developing you know all their players very well Seen the defensive ends have been drafted in the first round with Rashawn Gary, Quinn Pay, um, those type of players. So they have that track record of that. And I think the defensive scheme, you know, um, really helped show his attributes um, because he can play down and can play in kind of that outside, you know, edge rusher too. Um, but I think just rounding on his game, you know, getting even more technique because uh, he's going to face better you know, offensive linemen in the NFL where he can't run passes all the time. Um, and that spin moves always will work. So kind of um, just counter move for that. But um, I think his ceiling is is very high, um, and he can probably you know um, contribute right away. In, you know, in the pass rushing situations. Yeah, those are the same exact things I, I have. You know that he's not his. He's basically not a factor in run defense. I mean, you know, but he could be at some point. And you know, he didn't face any double teams, obviously, because Hutchinson was on the other side. Uh, didn't really. You know, that's something you may not see a lot. He's not going to see a lot of those on the edge anyways. You know, just guys, they might try to chip him with a tight end or a back, but he's going to blow right by those guys. So, and, and you know, the inexperience is not, I don't think it's a weakness. I mean, it's it's scary that the, it's, you know, that that's a weakness, <laughs> inexperience, you know. So he's going to hit the NFL and learn more, you know, and he's already a freak. So, and then I like to use the NFL mock draft database just to see kind of where other places are, are places are taking him. Um, there's a lot of to the Eagles, 16 and 19, uh, the Ravens, which please know, um, uh, the Falcons at eight, uh, he ain't going to make it to the Lions at 28. I don't think, um, the Jaguars at seven jets at 10 giants at seven. They got a couple picks in the first there. So I think those teams you, that stand out to you has got teams that would really fit for a job or. Yeah, I think, um, those would like the Eagles because, um, Brandon Graham's coming, you know, uh, back from injury and he's getting older. So they might want to, you know, that would probably be part of the can be, you know, kind of teach him and he can put a job in, you know, some of those pass rushing, um, type things. And we saw, you know, the Eagles against the Bucks that, that defense just, you know, they have some pieces, they just need better. Um, you know, a, a team that you didn't mention yeah, on any of those mocks, um, was I think the Jets, I mean, they need some help on the defense and, um, I think he would be great on, uh, you know, Salah's uh, defense. So I think um, that any of those that kind of 
have those like to run those outside edge rushers, maybe in more of a three four type um, scheme. I think uh, he he would he would be very good at. But um, all of those are very interesting um, places. So yeah, I think the uh, Giants are. I believe you said the Giants. The Giants are another one, and I agree. Um, I yeah. hope he doesn't go to the Ravens because that would be so scary. Of all the other edge rushers they have, um, yeah, because yeah. they. I just I just don't want him to kill my boy Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> here's one that this kind of leads to my what I saw when I watched him on tape. Uh, nine to the Broncos. His pass rushing reminds me of Von. Was reminded me so much of Khalil Mack. Like like his just sheer, sheer, sheerly from a pass rushing. I mean, I watched his tape and I'm like, God, he reminds me so much of Mack. Like he just, and and it's, you know, obviously he's got a lot to learn to be as good as Khalil Mack was all around, but just from a pass rushing standpoint, I, I was like, Whoa, (laughs) that's probably a bit of a hot take, but yeah, that's kind of what I saw. No, I could, yeah, I could totally see that. Yeah. With those type of pass rushers that just, um, are just a menace for tackles that they just, they're just not fast enough to get out on the edge. And pretty much if he gets, you know, outside of you, you know, even a bit, he's going to get past that, you know, that, um, that tackle. So, um, so yeah, you know, I think all, all of those are, are good places and uh, it's probably good. For him he's probably going to be at least a lot of I've seen is, you know, he's going to be a top 15 pick, but maybe not in the top five probably good for him because he's going to be on a better team that isn't going to run him in and make him play, you know, every down he can you know, just right. utilize his best skill set, and then he could just learn, you know, the running and, you know, the recognizing all of those side of things. Right. Yeah. I think almost any team could use a player like a So, all right, Brandon, um, great talking to you, buddy. Can you tell me where you can find you on Twitter and what you're working on right now? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter um, at uh, HeyB3, um, and also I'm working on um, for the um, on my podcast, What the Fantasy, doing some um, take breakdown um, in the offseason. Just did one on uh, Kenny Gainwell, going to do one on Trevor Lawrence this coming week. And then also I'm working with IDP guys to um, do some rookie breakdowns for their magazine and obviously um, start to write some uh, Dynasty content for the offseason. Thank you very much, man. Um, you can find me on Twitter at FF People's Champ. Um, still writing a little bit at the Nerds, writing a little bit for Campus Canton. Um, this podcast is at Daily Draft RPRT. And thank you guys all very much for listening. We'll have more defensive players coming up. I'm excited. I like to sprinkle them in somewhere, even though they may not have as much of a fantasy impact for everybody. I think everybody needs to know these names, you know, the, the top defensive guys. So it can only make you a better fantasy player, I think. So. We will talk to you guys tomorrow.